0: Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. Today's another AMA episode, that is, Ask Me Anything. I love to answer your questions, and if you have a question you think is going to be of broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to victor at victorjm.com. That's victor at victorjm.com. On today's show, Sue from Pennsylvania asks, I have a buyer- who wants some debris removed from the property as a condition of closing. I'm worried that I won't be able to get the debris removed from the property in time to close, and this might jeopardize the sale altogether. It doesn't seem like a big deal that should hold up the closing, and my attorney says the buyer is using it as an excuse to stall on the purchase. What do you suggest? Well, Sue, that is a great question. You can't really tell if the buyer is dragging their feet on the purchase just by this alone. There's a simple way to find out. There's a concept in marketing called risk reversal. The idea here is to transfer the risk from the buyer back to you, the seller, to eliminate the objection. This is the same thing that happens when you buy something that has a money-back guarantee. This is a situation that is very common when a buyer finds a bunch of problems during the building inspection. The building inspector will issue this long report that will complain about the bathroom window seal that needs to be fixed, the railing on the stairs that needs to be tightened, and maybe some old smoke alarms that need to be updated. The really good billing inspectors will have 20 or 30 items on the list, so the list looks really impressive. But when you drill into the details, you discover that most of them are inconsequential or would take only a few minutes to fix. When buyers come forward with these types of objections, they're often looking to negotiate a discount on the property or some kind of relaxation of terms. As the seller, you might be understandably feeling a lot of pressure you might be saying the discount is disproportionate to the cost of making the actual repairs, or you don't want to delay the closing for something that seems extremely minor, and there may not in fact be time to get all the repairs done in time for closing. My suggestion is not to negotiate a lower price and not to delay the closing. Instead, offer the buyer what's called a holdback. If the repairs would cost, let's say, 2000 bucks to complete, and the seller is, say, asking for a $5,000 discount, which is disproportionate, I would instead offer to put $10,000 in escrow with the title company. That money would remain in trust until the repairs have been completed. If the repairs are not completed by a specific deadline that you both agree upon, then that $10,000 would revert back to the buyer. In essence, you're guaranteeing the performance of an item post-closing by pledging a bond that is many times the cost of the item in question. In truth, you're not really going to risk ten grand or fifty grand or whatever number you agree on. You've got zero intention of losing that money to the buyer, and you make it clear to them that you're confident in completing the work by pledging a larger amount than's necessary to get the work done. You're simply agreeing to get most of your money on closing date and you're pledging to fix the list of defects post closing. Now the key to not arguing over the holdback amount with the buyers to make sure that your lawyer does a great job of listing the terms under which the funds will be released to you say with presentation of an inspection report to the trustee and the trustees received an irrevocable letter of direction from the buyer on how the funds are to be dispersed the goal here is to eliminate the objection and for you to maintain your negotiating leverage when you can easily overcome an objection with a simple solution like this you demonstrate to the other side that you've got strength It discourages the buyer from chipping away at you with more objections. Some negotiators, to be frank, they're bullies. When they smell weakness and they succeed in getting a concession from you, they often don't stop at one concession. They keep coming back for more. And if it worked once, maybe it'll work again. So you want to put a stop to that behavior where the buyer feels like they have the negotiating upper hand. You want to restore balance to the negotiation. So, Sue, I don't know if this specific idea will work in your situation, but I've seen it work in many different situations. Give it a try. I bet you're going to have great success with it. I want to thank you for an awesome question. This is a circumstance that comes up in many, many negotiations. And in the meantime, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.